Please listen to the end for information about how you can help support and grow this podcast. Welcome to ESL RPG. On this episode, our players go to get some tea for a headache and then go to take care of a crazy man with a sword. Okay, medicine woman, headache, tea. <laughs> so do you go to medicine woman? Yeah, she is a herbalist. So she is um, knowledgeable about herbs and medicines. Uh, she can brew some potions, like, you know, health potions. You probably have those. So if you ever need potions, you can ask her. And she sells them for 10 gold apiece. Fairy is cradling Scaly in the crook of his arm, uh, like a sleeping baby. <laughs> asking about a hangover medicine, she recommends not drinking so much. And to, <laughs> and to drink a lot of water. You know, tell it me, but you wake up and oof. And she repeats the advice to the sleeping kobold, who doesn't hear it because he's sleeping. Uh, she does give you a herb, which is to be, you know, served as a tea, which would, uh, you know, not cure a hangover, but make the headache less severe. So yeah, after that, you decide to leave Nashville, and where do you go? <coughs> okay, going in order, we've got the crazy cleric, the crazy captain, the happy helm, and Officer Val and Beragos, yes. Mm. Or Magic Sword. Yeah, you guys, yeah. as a party, decide what you do, and then do it. Everybody speak. Quiet voice. Scaly sleepy. Scaly wake up. Head go boom. Okay, I'll be careful. Then let's find the cleric. I agree. Let's walk over there. Isn't he over by Fisherman's Lake? Maybe lake, maybe woods. Maybe we should walk in that direction and ask around, see if anybody knows where he is. Kelly's still sleepy. <laughs> Let's ask everyone to find the guy. Okay, we go. Then walk to the north of Nashville. Dan, you sleepy too? Head nod. Harry, <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea for Skelly. Who? I have a blanket. We can cover his head with a blanket so he cannot hear us. Okay. Here you are, Harry. Ari wraps him up in the blanket. <laughs> okay. He no hear good now. Wait. He breathe okay? You can cover his ears, Ari, without covering his mouth. Oh, like baby. Like a baby, yes. <laughs> okay. Ari wraps Scaly up like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Little scaly, don't say a word. Every by you, big old beer. Me no know how song do work. Me sing cause me like to sing. <laughs> what size is the uh, scary? Harry is 800 pounds. Scaly is 30 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, a greater size difference than this. 
So, uh, what did you decide to do? We're walking towards the... North of Nashko to find the Kareli. Fisherman's Lake to ask for direction. Uh, you follow the road north of Nashko leading into the North Nashville Road, which is familiar because you pass through it on your way to Nashville. Uh, the North Nashville Road is kind of mountainous. You know, there's like a rock hills there. You see a path leading westwards through the hills, and after about an hour of walking, you reach a um, grassy field with, you know, trees. No, not forest, but, you know, there's plenty of trees uh, and there's a lake in the middle, and uh, you see a house half submerged in the lake. Shall we go check this house? See if anybody is there that can help us. Yes, let me check. Okay, well, if you want to check the house, please roll. Me look! Jen look! One. Eighteen. Natural one. Wow. We're doing amazing. <laughs> um, Jan gets a 11. Ari gets a 12. Okay. So Hegel rolled a 1. Uh, yeah, so it's a house. It has red roof tiles and it's underwater. That's all you see. There is a lot of water here. Ari rolled a 12. 12. Jan rolled an 11. 11. And Meg? 18. 18. Yeah, you. the house looks in really, really bad condition, which is, you know, normal seeing as it's underwater. From what you see, it's been underwater for quite a while, but obviously it wasn't always. Um, maybe the ground it was built on collapsed into the lake, but yeah, it's not accessible at all. So there's nothing you can do. So I'll investigate how far out. Oh, it's not too far from the coast, uh, the uh, site, like lakeside. Uh, but yeah, it is underwater. It's half collapsed from the water uh, pressure, water damage. And, you know, even if you would dive in and go in, you probably wouldn't be able to go far in the house because, you know, lack of breath, for one. You'd have to be moving a lot of debris around underwater, which makes it even harder. And anything of value that would be in the house will probably be damaged beyond repair anyway. Mm. It doesn't look like a huge mansion or anything. It looks like a regular like stone cottage. So there's, there probably was never anything of value in there to begin with. You do notice near the house, there's a fisherman fishing in the lake. Mm. Hi! Can you keep your voice down? You're scaring the fish. Sorry! Hi! Um, excuse me, sir. Yes. Um, do you know what happened to this house underwater? Oh, this house, yeah, used to, used to be a, a woman living here. And yeah, I used to see her from time to time when I came here fishing. But then one day she just disappeared. And yeah, then the ground under the house crumbled and the house was submerged in the lake. Okay. We look two crazy people. Yes, we you are You see crazy? <laughs> uh, a little south from here, I I saw some people walking in the distance. Maybe that's the people you're looking for. I don't know. I didn't go and investigate. I've been, I've been here all morning fishing. So, yeah, that's all I saw here. 
You catch good fish? Oh, yes, my good friend. I've, I've caught lots of fish. And he shows you a, a handmade leather bag that's half submerged with fish he has caught swimming in there. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he gives two thumbs up and then quickly realizes he has to keep a hold of Scaly. <laughs> who now is wrapped up in a blanket so that he looks like a normal baby with a long, scaly nose. <laughs> the fisherman is uh, motivated, more motivated by your kind words and goes back to fishing. Sir, how can we find these people that you saw? Are there any landmarks nearby? Well, it wasn't that far south, so if you go there, you might find some tracks, maybe. I saw them uh, quite a while ago, so I don't know if they're still there, but that's the only thing I know. Thank you. Then, Meg, shall we go find these footprints in the dirt to the south? Yes, let's go. So as you go south around the lake, which isn't that big, by the way, you get approached by a woman who hushes you. Keep your voices down. Hi. Are you here looking for Captain Brage? Wait, do you know that? Um, I was once a lieutenant in the militia, serving under Captain Brage. When he found the sword, he lost his mind and killed his family. Now, I've been tracking him, and I finally found him. But something's not right with him. He's just talking gibberish, and he's still brandishing the sword. So if you plan on confronting him, be careful. He's really deadly with a weapon. He was the best swordsman we had in the militia. Okay. Scaly in backpack. And after that, she wanders off. Okay, so be careful when approaching him, but also don't kill him. We go sneaky? Yes, Ari, sneaky. We be sneaky. Do you go closer to him? Yes. Okay. So in the distance, before you initiate the sneaking, you see him just kind of wandering around the same place aimlessly, and it sounds like he's talking to himself. How much is your roll? This is the Five? Five? Two? Uh, Eric got twelve. Twelve. Okay, so five and two... Uh, Captain Brosh notices you and approaches you with a surprisingly fast speed. Harry is still singing the sneaky song in the woods, going, da-dum, da-dum, da-dum. This is the sneaky song and being sneaky. So Captain Brosh sounds, <laughs> his voice sounds sad, but also happy at the same time like a crazy man's voice and as he as he gets closer he starts talking death for death the sword demands i kill but if you can answer its riddle maybe death is not necessary and he presents you with a riddle it has neither mouth nor teeth yet it eats its food steadily it has neither village nor home Neither hands nor feet, yet it wanders everywhere. It has neither country nor means, nor office nor pen, yet it is ready for fight, always. By day and by night, there is wailing about it. It has no breath, yet to all it appears. 
I'll use my spell command and say answer. Is there a saving roll for that? There he is! Okay, DC 13. Wisdom. Okay, so he fails. Okay, he he told him to answer. Answer. Um, What appears to all is death! Then I answer death. As you answer the question, he drops the sword he was holding tightly in his hand. And he just starts sobbing. What have I done? I killed all of them. I didn't mean to. This sword gives thoughts of death in my mind. I didn't mean to do it. I deserve to die. Please kill me for my crimes. Okay, Aerie stops this. Okay, he doesn't stop the sneaking song. He comes out of the bushes still going, Time to end the sneaky song. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) Captain Brage isn't really paying attention to you. He's just sitting on his knees, sobbing in his hands. Captain, you must repent. Come to us and follow the righteous cause. You will be saved. How can the gods forgive me for what I did? I killed my family. I killed my children. Friend? But that wasn't you that you killed your family. But because of that sword. Barry has an idea. He checks. Picks up sword. (laughs) Okay. So the sword is a two-handed sword with a plus three bonus to Uh, hit. Okay. But if you try to, like, drop it, you can't. It stays in your hand. (laughs) And having the weapon makes you want to kill. So you... Enter a state of berserk. You know, like a permanent berserk. Okay. This is happening. <laughs> I'm not sure how berserk works in 5th edition. Um, Do you just attack anything nearby? And berserk is not one of the conditions listed. Okay. Okay. Um, so, because of your... Ogerness. This sword has a different effect on you than it did on Captain Bra- Brage. So you do feel bloodthirsty, but you can still control your actions somewhat. So you can still choose who to attack. But the only thing you can do is attack with the sword. So you can't do anything else in combat. Oh god! So, and if you start attacking someone... You don't stop until that creature is dead. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, Harry's gonna have a come-to-Jesus moment! <laughs> <laughs> and because it's a cursed weapon, uh, unless you choose to attack a innocent person, you won't, like, lose your paladin status from killing someone. Unless you... Because you can still choose... Who to attack, right? Yeah, okay, okay. But um, combat or no, I have to keep attacking. But you have to keep attacking until whoever you start attacking dies. Okay. Like, if combat starts and you attack an enemy, but the enemy surrenders, as long as you have the sword, you you will keep going until that enemy is dead. So I can choose when to attack, too? Yeah, if you don't attack, then you don't attack. Okay. 
Um, here's what Aerie's going to do. Aerie's going to show a face of confusion going from happy to angry heist, happy to that, to... And then he's gonna look at the sword. (laughs) Wait, wait! You say riddle! What riddle?! (laughs) You just are unable to open your hand. He shakes his hand up and down to drop it. <laughs> what happened, Ari? Sword bad! Sword very bad! <laughs> he writes sword bad! <laughs> you should leave the sword. Kendo! <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> <laughs> sword won't kill! <laughs> Do you have a religion check? Does religion skill also pertain to, like, divine spells, knowledge? It could. I have no proficiency in religion and a minus three to it. Maybe Eagle can help, but I'm going to try rolling anyway. Nine! Uh, Okay. You don't really know why you can't loosen your grip. But I still get the idea sword bad. Yeah, that you do know. But you have no idea why. Maybe I can help. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen? Okay, so Hegel, as a cleric, you know that uh, it's a cursed weapon. And cursed items, once used by someone, can only be removed by the spell, remove curse. Ah, Eri, we can help you. We need to find someone who can remove curse. Who remove curse? Wait, wait, wait! Yeah. Aerie is Aerie, and his right hand is his pointer hand, but his right hand is occupied by a sword, so he's pointing at the <laughs> captain of the guard with the sword! <laughs> and saying, Man at temple, he say we find you, he think you good! We take you! Man help! Man help! Maybe man help. Right help. Oh. Then let's go to the temple. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. no, let me be a little bit of a jerk. And Meg Ryan, can you roll? Oh, God. <laughs> Six. Six. Okay. So, on your way back to Nashville, you get ambushed by bandits. Okay. Captain, be nice. Okay, let's roll for initiative. Yes. And is the captain rolling? No, he's off to the side sobbing. Eh. He, he's not doing anything. Can't blame him. Kill I mean, his family. Yeah. If you, if you would, you know, like persuade him to join a combat, he'd probably just run into the swords of the enemy. Because he, yeah. He wants to die. Got it. Yeah. Because you get ambushed, they attack first. Yeah. They attack first. So, going down the list again. 19, Hegel. 18, 18 for bandits. bandits. 17, Meg. 16, Sabby. 14, Cap. Okay, and 8 for Jan. Before 8 for the angry ogre of smashing. Okay. Very stabby! 
Scary. Anyway, he go first. And um, Eagle does nothing. And then bandits. Okay, so let's put the uh, pieces out. Pieces, yeah. Okay, Jan is at Barry's feet because reasons. Okay. So, yeah. Are you, like, way in front of the rest? Better question. Have them make a sneak roll. Sneak roll? Yeah, stealth check. Because Aerie has bloodthirst in his veins, so he's just looking for targets, so... Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they missed the stealth roll. Yeah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah Aerie is way in front, because he saw them, and it was... <laughs> You're gonna kill us! Me! Happy kill! <laughs> okay. How many bandits? Two. Okay, just two. two. Bandits. Uh, so... Surprise round for everybody but Harry, <laughs> because he just probably ran off. Go and everybody else went. What? What are you? What? The bandits, <laughs> Don't wake Scaly. <laughs> the bandits only notice you because you're huge and in front. And I don't know. They feel bold enough to attack a ogre brandishing a huge magical sword with bloodlust in his eyes, and they shoot at Harry. That's fine. So sixteen. Nope. So that was this one. Next one also. 13 plus 5, 18. AC is 20. Okay, no. <laughs> right, that's the surprise round. So, Hegel. Well, Harry's not surprised, so he runs closer. Okay. Still not close enough to attack, but... Harry, what are you doing way over there? Sword want blood! <laughs> Wait, Harry, let the light protect you. I'll cast Sanctuary on Harry. Oh, I'll have to get in... What's, this, what's the range forward. for the spell? 30 feet. Can I get in range? What's your speed? 25 feet. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Okay. Just out of range. Yeah. Sorry, Ari, I can't reach. Let me help you fight these men. I'll use my crossbow on them then. I saw fire at the guy on the left. 23 to hit. Oh, yeah, you hit. 8 damage. Okay. Anyways, it's the bandit's turn. Okay. Yeah, so they see a raging ogre heading their way that just deflected their arrows. And they scamper <laughs> off. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. But this guy running here sees you, heal, and fires at you. Yeah. So 24. Yeah. Okay, so hits. Uh, bow is 1d6, 1d8? Mm, 1d6. One Short bow. Eight damage. That's the same you did. Okay, next is Meg. I cast my spell magic missile to the closest guy. Okay, yeah. So cast this spell. First level. First level. Eleven. Okay, your magic missiles hit. Savvy's turn. Now you stay. Water is still water. Okay, crossbow. Crossbow. Okay. Okay. Roll. Yep. Plus five. Twelve. Twelve, and you don't hit. Okay, next. Captain is sitting and sobbing. Is sitting and sobbing, yeah. Yeah. This is a turn. Jan! What does Jan do? Jan is. Angry little hobbit. <laughs> so, step one. Move one, two, three, four, five. 
Step two, this one's fairly covered, so try and pin this one down so it doesn't run too far. Yeah, any way to do like a shot to disable or limit their speed? Uh, you can aim for the legs. Okay. But because if you aim for a specific part of the body, it's more difficult. Let's do a disadvantage roll. Okay. Okay, that's a 18. Oh, you hit. Okay, hit in the leg and still sneak attack? Yes. Oh, God. 12 damage. 12 damage, okay. And yeah, this bandit's speed has been halved. It's now 10 feet. Okay. Ares' turn. And let's see. One, two, three, four, five. He's going to spend his action to dash. And seven, eight, nine, ten. There. Okay. No run! Right. Kegel. I'll charge in with my longsword. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, you can attack with a longsword. Yeah, I'll attack that guy with a longsword. 20 to hit. Okay, you hit. That's 8 damage. 8 damage total? Mm hmm. Okay, and roll your percentage. So for one, no. Right. Next is bandits. Okay, so this bandit attacks you with his longsword. Okay, 10 plus, plus 2, plus 2, 14? No. Nope. Okay, uh, this guy will try and fail, <laughs> but he'll try. And he attacks Ari's toes with a mace. Uh, 9. No. No, yeah. Very no. Nope. Okay, next, Mick. I tried to shoot this guy. Like, this guy? Mm, okay. With my like crossbow. Uh, nine. Nine! No, you missed. <laughs> oh no. Okay, Sabazios. Then you stay. Try magic. Magic fun. The magic. Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast is like magic crossbow. <laughs> magic crossbow. Mm-hmm. Witch Bolt. Ooh, Witch Bolt is fun. It's like the lightning, like electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, from distance. Yeah. So which one? Yeah. Okay. Which bolt? Okay. Which bolt? So this plus this. Nineteen. Okay, hits. Coleto, yours. Oh my Good English. <laughs> so how much? Eighteen. Eighteen. So your spell hits the bandit. And because of its impact, he is gone, evaporated, along with anything he was carrying. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Super cute. Okay, uh, next is uh, Captain, who's still sobbing. And, and Jen, Jen, who goes as close as he can and attacks again with shortbow. So that'd be a 20. Hits. Fifteen? Okay. Oh, he's still up? Yeah, he's still up. Barely, okay. Barely, barely. But he's still up. Okay, Ari. Yep, Ari. Oh, just in time. Ari's turn. 
<laughs> Sword what blood! 16 plus 10, 26! 26, okay, it's... 16 damage. 16 damage, okay, your big cursed berserker blade cleaves the poor guy in half. Sword what blood! He's putting the sword in the bloody end to give it more blood. Okay. So, one guy just evaporated, the other guy's been filleted. Like a fish. Yeah. So, end of combat, and you had a chance to test out your new weapon. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to keep this weapon, but... Uh, how we can you we follow follow the sword? Oh, curse. Yeah, we go to the temple, they remove the curse. Stop, Harry! Sword! Thirsty! Sword want blood! It's okay. Let's go to the temple. <laughs> Don't cry, Harry. You're still okay. sleepy. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Temple! <laughs> I want to clean the sword. Harry <laughs> will not let you clean the sword. <laughs> We're going to be walking into town with a very crazy eyed ogre with a bloody sword. <laughs> okay, but surprisingly, you make it through town without any incident. Probably because of the big ogre going. <laughs> and you make it to the temple where. The priest is overjoyed to see Captain Brage return to him. Oh, thank you, my friends, for bringing the captain back to the fold. You run it, sword thirsty! Sword for blood! I see you found the cause of the captain's insanity and his bloodthirst, but why did you pick up the sword? I think he tried to remove the sword from Captain Rage, and he took it. I see. Well, I have the means to remove the curse, but this is a really intensive and expensive spell for me to cast. Mm. So I will give you a choice. I can pay you 5,000 gold for returning the captain to me, or I can remove the curse. Gold or remove sword? (laughs) Remove sword. Then I shall cast the spell. And the priest lays his hands on Ari's arms. And you feel a sense of peace as you can finally open your hand and the blade falls to the floor. (laughs) Thank you, please. And the priest wraps a cloth around the sword and picks it up. This sword is a really bad uh, influence on anyone that touches it. Allow me to keep it in the temple. So it can't befall on any more innocent hands. Okay. Harry has tears in his eyes. Because you know bad, we know so bad, we sorry. <laughs> and he goes to hug the captain. But this is a very powerful sword. Maybe if we keep it, we can remove the curse later. Okay, is your god evil? <laughs> That is a serious question. Is your god evil? I know he's a war god, but... I don't think so. What's your god? 
If we remove the curse, we can. Hmm. The thing about cursed items is like almost impossible to remove the curse from an item. Mm-hmm. What you would have to do is every time you don't want to use the item anymore, remove curse, remove oh, curse, okay. which can be viable once you learn the spell because then you don't really have to pay for it anymore. Bane is the evil one. Tempest is the neutral one. Tear and Torm are lawful neutral. Okay, true neutral. So yeah, actually you would kind of say, you know, maybe the stabbing it into the dead body again afterwards is not so good, but uh, it's a powerful weapon. You know, it makes Ares sad, but it's a powerful weapon. (laughs) This actually kind of would be a make crying moment. I prefer remove the sword from this team. Either way, are you going to keep the sword for Aerie to become a weapon of mass destruction? Mm-hmm. Or are you a, a sad weapon of mass destruction? <laughs> no. Done. No. Aerie is not going to be a sad weapon of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. We have the sword to the beast. Okay, so... Aerie still wants to try and hug the captain to make him feel better and to make Aerie feel better, too. Okay, as you hug the captain, you both share a heartfelt sob together. <laughs> the, priest, sorry. the priest commends you on your heroic deeds, and uh, he will spread the word of your heroic deeds and increase your reputation by, you know, in lack of better terms, by one point. Yeah, so you will be known as a more heroic group. It's always good to not have a sad weapon of mass destruction. Tune in next time to see what our heroes do next. Thank you for listening to ESLRPG. This podcast is recorded at MT English School in Toyama, Japan. Real quick, we'd like to say thank you to our patrons. So, thank you. To our patron, King Michael, first of his name, master of Cherry Hafweissens, and ruler of the Land of Awesome. Hello there, this is Oleg from ESL RPG. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us by becoming a patron on Patreon at ESL RPG. Patrons get access to such benefits as updates on future of the podcast, voting on one-shots, and access to full, unedited recordings. Also, if you're a game master, or like role-playing, we recommend our friend Matt's Patreon at Milby's Maps. He creates massive maps for fantasy games, including castles and whole cities. If you like what you see, consider supporting him. Finally, one of the biggest ways you can support this podcast is by recommending it to any friends who might be interested. If you know someone who likes games, uh, is studying English, or is looking for ideas for their classroom, let them know about us. Every new listener helps. Благодарим за подписку на наш канал.